This podcast is brought to you by HealthCareInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within the healthcare industry. This is Howard Anderson, news editor at Information Security Media Group, and today we're at the National HIPAA Summit speaking with J. David Kirby, president of Kirby Information Management Consulting. Thanks for joining us today, David. Glad to be here, Howard. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your firm for starters? Uh, it's a small consultancy. I deal mostly with uh, health IT issues and privacy and security elements are, uh, are always a big piece of that nowadays. Uh, in your presentation today here at the HIPAA Summit, you spoke about mobile device risk management. So what are the most significant privacy risks involved in using mobile devices today, do you think? Well, uh, today you've got to sort of a t- describe it as a toxic mixture of individuals who haven't been well trained in how to manage a mobile device that they have, people who are very and rightfully enthusiastic about what they can do with the devices in terms of improving their their work output, but who also don't use the tools that are available to them. And honestly, I'd I'd have to describe the, the tool set overall that people can use on mobile devices as being fairly immature right now. There are an awful lot of things that we're even used to on laptops and desktops that just aren't there for mobile devices right now. Can you explain that a bit more, what you mean by immature technical protections? Sure. Uh, For example, on uh, desktops and laptops nowadays, it's uh, fairly common to have uh, audit logs that you can uh, use uh, that are built right into the operating system. Uh, There are uh, encryption capabilities that are built right into the operating system, as well as lots of third-party products. And those things are just now beginning to appear in the smartphone and tablet market. So in the meantime, what are some of the most important ways to address uh, the risks of mobile devices? They're here, they're being used. Sure. Well, for individuals who have them right now, I'd say take advantage of thinking about uh, what will happen when you lose the the phone or the tablet one day. How are you going to recover from that? Most people consider that uh, as they just even momentarily anticipate it as quite a trauma to their everyday working lives and their personal lives. Uh, and, and if you take that seriously, you're very likely to decide that you're going to use some kind of authentication to get on the device so that if the f- device gets lost or stolen, and stealing these is a very high frequency event nowadays, that the individual who gets it will not be able to get to the data. Uh, and honestly, they won't, if you protect that correctly just by choosing the native built-in either pins or the little connect-a-dot patterns that you see on many of the devices, uh, it'll be impractical for your average person who picks up the phone, even your average thief who picks up the phone, to uh, get at the data that's on it. Uh, so I, I'd suggest doing those things. There are also quite a few quite nice remote wipe and remote uh, location and remote lock software that usually work by you sending a specially formatted SMS message to the phone that the software picks up on and carries out the command of either locking the phone or wiping the data on it, uh, or just telling you where it is, if it's at all possible for it to do that. And those are always very helpful in returning lost phones if you've just literally lost it, or uh, in preventing people who might have uh, taken a device from getting any data advantage from it. So what are the additional risks posed by enabling staff to use personally owned devices for business purposes and and how can some of those risks be mitigated? Oh, well, uh, there are two kinds of risk. Actually, they're they're sort of personal risk to the individual and, of course, the risk to the corporation as you mix those two environments. I I do think that it's probably the path that most uh, organizations are going to go down with regard to 
openly permitting this sort of activity and just because it's so incredibly useful the the chances that people will just say no are diminishing every month that goes by now so with that as a as a backdrop i think you're going to see um, organizations begin to first of all condition what people do train them make sure that they know that even if they use a personal device they're required to have a sign-on to the device so that they uh, whether they like that or not, that's the thing that you can do even if you are using a personal device. Uh, what I see emerging out of that market uh, or out of that area of uh, need for new functionality are products that I generally describe as sandbox products. These are bits of software that go on a wide variety of phones that create an environment that the corporation can protect without interfering at all with the personal use of the device. So that you, in the future, for example, you might get on your device and use it for your personal needs and then enter a special application or a special set of applications on the device that are well protected from anything that you might do or, or a, a mishap you might have on the personal side of the device. For example, if you were to download a, an infected application, uh, a, a sandbox environment would keep that application from affecting what's going on on the corporate side. So like segmentation of the device? A kind of, a kind of segmentation, a kind of uh, way of uh, separating, in a software sense, what's going on on the phone from the personal side of the individual to the corporate side. Finally, what do you think of the emerging mobile device management software out there that can play a role in all this and helping it, it, monitor it, controls? It is. I, I think the folks who've traditionally done desktop and laptop large-scale management of endpoint devices uh, for those initial markets for desktops and servers and those sorts of things are going to, and already have to some degree, started to create capabilities that support mobile environments. That works best, of course, in an environment where the mobile devices are controlled by the corporation as opposed to personal devices, because no matter what you do, if you're going to lay out, for example, a, not just a traditional security protective policy, but policies around how applications get applied to the device and when they're updated and how um, things like whether the antivirus, there's now kind of a small emerging antivirus market from for uh, mobile devices, uh, how all those things work, you're, you're going to have to end up having the device to some degree constrained in how it's, how it's uh, used by individuals. But there, there's still plenty of room for that. I think we'll see a fair number of people that decide that they want to manage their mobile device set that way. And, but I'd describe the existing mobile device or the, the device management market is just beginning to take up mobile devices and what they can do. As, as usual, I'm sa sorry to say, the, the first things that happen is we create security challenges and they go on for three or four years until the market catches up and meets those challenges. So we're sort of in that era in the mobile market where they're just beginning to catch up. So the mobile device management applications that are out there are relatively immature, you think? Relatively immature right now. They're just beginning to do things. And for people who are looking for products like that, as usual, I'd advise you take some time to get beyond the marketing speak for the product at first and really dig into what it can do, at what scale it can do it, how reliable it is. For people who, oh, in the last decade or so, lived through the business of first trying to manage, say, thousands of devices uh, in onesies, you know, one at a time, to the now relatively mature market for desktops uh, management mechanism, it took three or four generations of those things until it got to the stage where people felt like they had a reasonable handle on what was going on in their desktops and their, and their laptop environments. Well, thank you very much for taking some time today, David. Thank you, Howard.
This podcast has been brought to you by healthcareinfosecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.healthcareinfosecurity.com.